Genesis chapter 22. Now after these events, it was that God tested Avraham and said to him, Avraham, and he said, Here I am. He said, Pray, take your son, your only one, whom you love, Yitzhak, and go you forth to the land of Moriah, seeing, and offer him up there as an offering up upon one of the mountains that I will tell you of. Abraham started early in the morning. He saddled his donkey. He took his two serving lads with him and Yitzhak, his son. He split wood for the offering up and arose and went to the place that God had told him of. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place from afar. Abraham said to his lads, You stay here with the donkey, and I and the lad wish to go yonder. We wish to bow down and then return to you. Abraham took the wood for the offering up. He placed them upon Yitzhak, his son. In his hand he took the fire and the knife, and thus the two of them went together. Yitzhak said to Abraham, his father, he said, Father, he said, Here I am, my son. He said, Here are the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the offering up? Abraham said, God will see for himself to the lamb for the offering up, my son. Thus the two of them went together. They came to the place that God had told them of. There Abraham built a slaughter site and arranged the wood and bound Yitzhak, his son, and placed him on the slaughter site atop the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand. He took the knife to slay his son. But Yahweh's messenger called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, he said, here I am. He said, Do not stretch out your hand against the lad, and do not do anything to him. For now I know that you are in awe of God. You have not withheld your son, your only one, from me. Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw there a ram caught behind the thicket by its horns. And Abraham went, he took the ram, and offered it up as an offering up in place of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Yahweh sees, as the saying is today, on Yahweh's mountain it is seen. And Yahweh's messenger called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I swear, Yahweh's utterance, indeed, because you have done this thing, have not withheld your son, your only one, indeed I will bless you. Bless you. I will make your seed many, yes, many, like the stars of the heavens, like the sand that is on the shore of the sea. Your seed shall inherit the gate of your enemies. All the nations of the earth shall enjoy blessing through your seed in consequence of your hearkening to my voice. Abraham returned to his lads. They arose and went to Beersheba. And Abraham stayed in Beersheba. 
Now after these events it was that it was told to Abraham, saying, Here, Milka too has born, sons to Nahor, your brother. Uts is firstborn, and Buz his brother, Kemuel, father of Aram, and Kesed, Hazo, Pildash, Yidlaf, and Betuel. Now Betuel begot Rivka. These eight Milka bore to Nahor, Abraham's brother. And his concubine, her name was Reuma, bore two, Teva, Gaim, Tehash, and Mahaka. So ends the 22nd chapter. Chapter 22, the Akedah. Abraham, who has appeared to abandon his son Ishmael to die of thirst, is now instructed to surrender his son Yitzhak to fire of sacrifice. <clears throat> this is pretty traumatic stuff associated with barbaric child sacrifice. Muslims, as noted yesterday, connect Mecca and Kaaba. They end Ramadan with Eid al-Fit, then observe Eid al-Adha to celebrate this miraculous deliverance. The broad Islamic tradition varies in observation and interpretation, but generally affirms that Ishmael was told of the proposed sacrifice and agreed to submit, and then God relented. In Jewish tradition, the festival is called Akedah. This biblical narrative in Genesis has Isaac not knowing his father's plan, but delivered by God's intervention at the brink of execution the provision of a ram in place of the sun. The broad Jewish tradition includes varying assessments of God's intent, whether it was a test, what virtues are affirmed. Christian tradition retells the whole story in the shadow of the cross, the assertions that God's own son was sacrificed. Hebrews pursues that reflection directly, and we join in Muslim and Jewish ethical reflection of the implications of a call to submission toward the divine at high cost and sacrifice. Replay it a few times today. Wonder what it means about offering up your dearest to your ultimate goods or God. What surrenders are faithful and what sacrifices offend our narcissistic age. We'll finish today's chapter with the stuff you usually skip over. The Toledot, again, the Begatitudes, this time of Nahor. Can you see how the lineage of Rebekah backed up, back up in Haran is relevant to the Toledot of the patriarchs? Can you see how it may not be a moral tale promoting incestuous marriages, but a way of describing the shared and separate roots of people.